Hello guys and good morning, good afternoon and good evening wherever you are listening to me and wherever you're from. I just want to say a howdy and a hello to anyone and everyone and if it's your first time listening to the Luciate Wonders Why podcast, I say a big hello and a bigger welcome to you. Um, definitely look at the other episodes that I've got through the podcast and um, also just feel welcome just to relax to what you're listening to today. Um, the podcast is basically about everyday thoughts and topics, mostly that are influenced by society and culture and, and different mindsets, really, and, and looking at how different people think, whether they're tunnel visioned or whether it's quite a wide perspective, but it's through the perspective of myself, as well as interviewing other people, depending on what the topic is. So guys, I just want to say a howdy again. <laughs> and it's good, it's good to be back. Um, the topic that we have for season five, episode three, is um, another interesting topic. And we're going to be discussing and looking at the topic of do words hold power? Now, you're probably thinking, well, what do I mean by that? But we're going to be looking at two different specific topics of power and destroy or challenge rather. And um, I'm really, really excited because you'll hear later on in the podcast, um, I was able to uh, be in contact with a very humbled uh, sports speaker person. And she goes by the name of Kylie Grimes. And Kylie Grimes, she is a gold medalist from 2020. And she's also a wheelchair rugby player. And she's a three times Paralympian as well, with being an ambassador to the foundation called Harley Queens. If you've heard of that, if you've not, go and check it out. I'll give you some more information about her at the end of the podcast. But um, yeah, Kylie Grimes, uh, it was just wonderful to speak to her. <laughs> we finally got to speak um, because she was in Tokyo and she was very busy um, being involved with the Olympics and things like that. So it was really, really nice to have that interview with her, which you'll hear later. So in regards to do words hold power, we were talking on the aspects of can words destroy? Can they create, you know, do they give energy into the atmosphere, you know, into the person themselves for their outer being and their inner being? You know, we spoke about the ability to help. Words do have the ability to help and looking at the fact that they can also um, unfortunately hurt and humiliate people. And, and with the power of words, I find really, depending on what's said to you or what you say to a person, words are remembered and they have a, how can I put it, a, a lasting effect um, and they have a difference to how you operate in the world and then how the world operates in general. Everything is is controlled by words or at least I would like to think partly controlled by words. I don't know the statistics to that. Um, but I, I also find with words, it helps us, it helps us filter through to other people. And obviously it forms that connection, it forms that understanding, you know, to engage with other people and, and to see if other people are on the same level as you. And this is all done through words. And for those that um are not able to do through words, you have sign language 
where those who are deaf, they communicate with using their hands to do sign language. But what they are stating through the sign language is words at the very same time to speak. So words are universal and words are a big part of communication, but they also, I think personally, they add emotion and they create different perspectives to people. So through words, you know, you you can become emotional, depends what's said or um, depend on what you say to other people for whatever topic it may be. So words are quite heavy and they have a very in-depth aspect to them because they carry emotion, they carry thoughts, they carry energy, they carry um, wisdom, they carry knowledge. <laughs> oh gosh, I feel like I'm, I'm going into preaching mode. <laughs> Um, but no, I just, I just think words hold a lot of power and that's why the topic is today is do words hold power. And I do find that they do because, you know, you, I remember a particular time, um, when I was back in secondary school and for those that are outside of the UK, that is like, um, you know, a high school kind of thing where it's between the age of 11 and the age of 16. And um, I had to say it there because it's been so long ago. <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically I remember one time, um, I remember I was in a religious education lesson, also known as RE, and um, the teacher at the time, um, she called me up to come to the desk to talk about um, my current work. And she basically stated how um, the, the predicted the tests that we have recently done before the actual real GCSE, um, she stated that, oh, you know, you know, I done well, I got a pass, but what she's predicted me to have on the real test was lower than the pass grade that I got. Now, this did not make any sense to me whatsoever what she was saying. I remember looking at her green eyes, she had lovely green eyes, but I remember looking at her eyes thinking, I don't understand what you've just said to me. <laughs> so you're telling me I've done well in my mock exam and you're telling me for the real thing, you're predicting me something lower than I got. That don't make sense. And I remember saying to her in the most politest way, I don't understand. <laughs> and she was like, well, what I've got to do is I've got to predict you lower than what you are because she just gave me some excuse. I think something that she had to go by, the rules that she had to go by from whatever manager she was under. And she just had to predict me lower than, than what I was. It turned out in my real GCSE, I did get a pass. I did get a C grade, but I was two marks away from getting a B. And in my opinion, I can't understand how the examination board can't just round things up. I mean, it's only two marks away. <laughs> So in my head, I'm like, yeah, I got to be. Yeah, that's fine. I got to be. <laughs> but like, yeah, you're only two marks away. I thought, well, technically, no, I've got to be. <laughs> but it is what it is. And um, I'm glad that I passed anyway. Um, but I think from when we're relating to the topic of words, it's just they hold power because she was basically, I had to ask her at the time, what does she mean by a D grade? And she explained to me a D and it was a low pass and everything and I stated to her, but, you know, my classwork is really good and I don't understand. And and I think sometimes, you know, it, it carried emotion because it made me leave from that classroom, that lesson. It made me feeling really low about myself. It really did. And I didn't understand. Um, but, you know, words do carry power. They carry energy. They carry emotion. 
And that's the point that I'm trying to make. Um, and, and sometimes some people say, you know, you've got to work smarter than harder and, and you've got to engage and you've got to be able to understand that words inspire people. Um, and letters, well, letters are in words. Words inspire people and words sometimes are used as a performance and words are majority of the time can be used to entertain. And automatically right now, I'm just thinking of stand up comedians. You know, words are used to entertain um, people who do poetry, um, people who do various types of art as well. If they don't speak the words, then they are writing it or visually designing it you know like various graphics designers some that incorporate words more than others um but words as well um what what I can say is words help you self-discover yourself and I think that's as you grow as you get older and you learn about yourself and you learn about what you tolerate and you learn about what you don't tolerate you learn about what types of friendships and relationships you're interested in having that are healthy to you. Sometimes you outgrow certain people, um, you know, and that could be friends and that could be family or personal relationships. And through words, you know, you can, you can then feel that if you are um, having a healthy relationships around you, it helps you solve in a way certain situations about yourself. And that's only only if you identify things about yourself. Um, there are so many people that um, I've spoken to just passing through life um, that that um, they, they, they don't know who they are or they're influenced by so many other people that they, they, they want to branch out, they want to be themselves, but they can't for whatever pressures they may feel that they're under or they're facing. So words help you to discover yourself. And as you get older and whatever ages you go through, you discover more and more about yourself. Maturity kicks in at different ages at different times. And I know the stereotypical thing is, you know, women mature more than men. But you do have the opposite from, you know, here and there time to time. So the self-discovery, and that's based on words alone. And words can help you function. They can help the mind just focus to achieve more, but that takes a lot of input in in delivering things to yourself because I know that some people will say, well, you know, I send my child to school and it's down to the school, you know, I send them to the organisation to get the knowledge that they need, the wisdom that they need. So when they come home, I don't really need to do much. I just do the, you know, the cooking, the well-being, the safeguarding thing. I just do what's right for my child. But, you know, everything the school does, that's what they need to do. Matter of fact, I don't think so. I also think home life plays a big part as well to anybody, to any child. And, and and it's not necessarily a child, it could be to anyone. And if you live with an elderly, you know, um, it plays a part too. Words play a part too. So it really helps in regards to the function of the mind and how you see yourself. And you will find there's many entrepreneurs worldwide and there's local entrepreneurs probably nearby where you live, some that you know and some that you don't know. And there's so many talented people around us that I'm sure, just like I've spoken to Kylie Grimes and you will hear in the interview how she inputs the strength within herself through words, through daily um, daily positive affirmations that she puts towards herself to the point where she's so positively influential 
that she's influenced her team and it's made her team um, develop a stronger bond within, you know, the teamhood that she has. And you will hear um, in her interview later on some of the dynamic dynamics rather that she she's in. You know, so it's very interesting how powerful words can help a person. Um, And even if you're not an entrepreneur, words are still powerful to the individual as well. Um, It helps align your thoughts. And and to me, that's very, very important. As you get older, you will see how your thoughts and how aligned your thoughts need to be to help you have a balanced life kind of thing. Um, and, and they give they give value to other people. I mean, there's so many entrepreneurs like um, what I can think of the guy that that created Google, Larry Page. You got Oprah Winfrey, who's uh, multi, multi talented in various things that she's that she does. You've got Richard Branson. You've got um, Debbie Fields. Debbie Fields, from what I can remember, I remember coming across her and learning about her. And she is one of like the largest um, organizations in terms of the largest fresh cookie baker. She's got her own foundation in USA and she's got one of the largest companies that bakes fresh cookies. And she was interesting um, to study about when I remember coming across her years ago. And I've never forgotten how inspiring she was based on words um, and how she had to incorporate, you know, the positivity within herself, which enabled her to set plans, to set goals, to be better, to do better, to branch out better. And you'll find a lot of people either around you, whether they're famous or not, it's through words and it's through inputting, doing the inner work to yourself to get you where you need to be. If you need to be a psychologist, you'll do what you need to do to get there um, in a positive way. If you need to be a motivational speaker, again, through words, you'll do what you need to do. If you need to be a therapist, if you need to be a scientist, if you want to become a bus driver, if you want to become a manager of wherever you work, It's all through the power of words. You've got to learn about the organization, but you've also got to incorporate the positivity within yourself. And that's that's a a much in-depth push compared to when you was at school, you know, and some people haven't even finished school as well and still came out great, still came out a success. So you've got all those positive things in regards to the power of words Now, unfortunately, words can have a negative impact, like I stated earlier, you know, they can humiliate, they can destroy you as well. Um, They can cause that harm, they can cause that hurt. And that's why it comes under the, you know, emotional and and verbal abuse, um, where that's where it becomes of harm. And it's one of those things where some people use words so harshly, and they say such heated things, whether it's in in the moment of anger or whatever it may be, you know, it really can, it really can tear down a relationship, it can tear down a bond, you know, it can interrupt if you're a person that likes to manifest, if you like to, you know, change things. And sometimes, unfortunately, it creates limits where limits don't need to be, but it depends on who's saying what. For example, certain teachers, they could say something to a student that makes that student feel like they can't achieve something, you know, makes them feel like they're hindered in a way, 
you know, um, it depends what's said. But that, that's what I'm trying to state, that words, not only do they have power, but they can destroy at the very same time. And it's it's one of those no-brainer situations because when you think of words, you know, words can help and they can give value, but internally, it they help you cope. They're part of your coping abilities in such a way. They're part of, you know, the strength that you need. Words have that. And a lot of people who have specific problems um, have have words to either help them become out of their problems, to gain a solution, to gain a focus. And that's why you have different, talk, you know, psychological talking therapies out there that have different approaches. You've got person-centered approach. You've got the psychodynamic approach, which focuses on the past. You've got different approaches and it's all to do with words and psychological talking therapies and things like that. So words are a big deal and I find it interesting. And um, not only do I find it interesting by myself, but, you know, to have the conversation with Kylie Grimes, you will hear how uh, words have such strength um, at the very same time. So I'm not going to speak any further in regards to uh, words and I'm going to let you listen to the interview after the break and if you feel that you want to uh, you know input your comments to the podcast be sure to find me on Anchor FM and you can input your opinions through there by doing a voice note um, and you can also find me on the Podbean and the Google and the Spotify and the Anchor FM and the Overcast, as well as the Radio Public um, and the iHeartRadio. Um, so you can find me on there and you can also email to the Luche at hotmail.com um, if you want to email your opinions on this topic of do words hold power. So without a further ado, I uh, I shall rather uh, let you listen to the interview with Kylie Grimes. See ya. Okay, so hello, everybody. Good afternoon, good evening, and good morning to those that are listening worldwide and in my hometown, Birmingham. I just want to say a good evening and hello and good morning to you all. And thank you for tuning in and, and sticking with me on this podcast. I really, 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 really appreciate it. Um, I'm really, really excited today because in particularly, I'm going to be speaking to a wonderful guest and I'm going to allow her to introduce herself in a couple of seconds. But in terms of what we're going to be talking today on the season five, episode three, it's going to be something slightly different. So I hope you're prepared <laughs> and in tune for what we're about to talk about. So I'm just going to introduce the guest that I've got with me today. And I'm really, really excited to uh, interview her. So, yeah, going to hand it over to her. Hi everyone, um, I'm Kylie Grimes and I currently play wheelchair rugby for Great Britain. I'm also currently the only female on the team um, with 11 men and we have just competed in the Tokyo 2020 Paralympic Games where we just went and won gold as a team um, for the first time ever. You know, we made history, we're European team to 
ever win gold, to ever win a medal, first European team. And I'm currently the only woman in history to ever win a wheelchair rugby gold medal. So it's pretty outstanding achievement. And I'm, you know, blown away by it all, to be honest. And it's all happened so fast, but it's been a roller coaster of amazing emotions. And, you know, we'll be able to talk about more of that soon coming up, hopefully. But um, yeah, that's what I do. And I've been playing wheelchair rugby now for around 13 years um, after I had an accident when I was 18 um, and I broke my neck in a diving accident. But it was 15 years ago now, and that was a long time. And um, yeah, my life's great. And I always wanted to, you know, represent my country at the highest level in sport, because that's all I've ever done is play sport all my life, basically. So yeah, that's what I've done. And I've now been to three Paralympics, London, Rio and Tokyo. And to finally get gold in Tokyo is amazing. Amazing. Oh, my goodness. That is a mouthful of achievement. <laughs> that's a mouthful of achievement, Kylie. <laughs> That is, oh yeah. my goodness, that is breakfast, dinner and dessert all in one. That is amazing. And the fact that you said you are the only female on the team to have accomplished that as well. That's a big, big deal. I mean, have you managed to, um, I know that you've recently achieved this, this goal. Have you managed to have any time to wind down or are you still in shock of what you've achieved? Um, do you know what everyone keeps saying is it like set in yet is it sunk in is it yeah. settled I was like not not yet not fully and do you mm. know what I don't I don't really want it to I want it to be amazing forever which it is mm. and it always will be what an achievement um, you know even I'm just like wow I can't believe mm. I managed to do it you know or the team managed to do it we mm. did it um but yeah myself the journey that I've been on as well personally is just incredible so to be able to achieve that is unreal so I don't really want it to but I have had you know time at home now with my family and friends and I have had um a bit of downtime just to really sort of like pinch myself moment yeah. sit there and be like done is incredible be so proud of yourself so yeah I have had those moments where I've been a little bit thought like thinking about it thoughtful you know and um yeah I'm very very proud of myself Oh, well, I'm proud of you too, even though we've just met. <laughs> I'm very, very proud of you. But um, that really leads me on, because I know your sport, the, the, the rugby that you do, that involves a lot of skills, strength, stamina, ability. It involves encouragement. It involves a lot of actually cognitive mind frame of empowerment to yourself, um, especially, as you said, from the accident that you received when you was 18. So you've got even further strength that you've got to indulge inside you to accomplish this sport that can be quite challenging. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the topic that we're going to discuss today is um, a very interesting topic, and it goes by the question of, do words hold power? And I would like to hear your opinion in regards to that, because I know it can be quite a big topic, even though we've only got a certain amount of time to speak on it. But I would like to hear your opinion in regards to you as a person and, and do words hold power to you? Do you know what? This is a fascinating one, because actually um, I'm the only female on the team, like I said before, and I truly believe words are very, really powerful, extremely mm. powerful. So I'm always talking to this about the boys and about affirmations yes. um, and telling yourself every day that you, you know, you believe in yourself, you can do it, you're strong, all the words that you say. So, you know, I not only have affirmations um, with words that I use for myself on my phone so that when I go away, 
I can just look at them every day. But I also have affirmations to do with playing my sport and rugby. So I, I made this, um, this frame up and it basically has words like, I'm good at this. My role on court is this. I'm strong at communicating. I'm going to, you know, um, help the boys by being strong, communicative. Um, it, like all these words that I've basically got down. So to do with my sport and then I've got affirmations to do with daily life. Um, you know, and what I want to achieve. And my main ones are that I'm strong, I'm worthy, I'm powerful. I can achieve anything if I put my mind to it. They're my, like my little list and I carry them around. And I, I think words are so powerful. And I also feel that if you repeat them mm. constantly over and over again, you honestly, you truly believe them. You truly start being proud of yourself, of your achievements, everything you've done so far, how far you've come. You know, and sometimes it's quite nice to look back and realize how far you've come. And if you keep saying these words every morning, just for two minutes over and over, um, honestly, I, I, I truly believe in like affirmations. I think they're extremely powerful. Yeah, they definitely hold you up. And I think as well, when you've gone to school, you get told by different teachers or, you know, you get to go up from the assembly and you collect your award for the best speller or the best person that's done well for the year. And sometimes affirmations from other people are just left there depending on what your home environment is. And I think it's important, especially not just within the sports world that you're in, I think with any um, career, I think it's important to maintain and manifest those words because with words comes feelings and those feelings mm -hmm. then, you know, promote and they inhibit our parts of our brain into how we then operate. So there would be no point in you playing rugby um, if you didn't believe in yourself to play rugby and if you didn't have the passion, obviously, to play rugby. And it's also quite, it can seem to other people, oh, you know, you're the only female, how do you cope? It's quite daunting. But speaking from my opinion, I think, even though I don't play rugby, I think it would give me even more power um, within myself to work alongside a group that is more male-dominated you know, I think it would encourage me further. Um, if I was in any setting, say if I was to work in a mechanic environment and I'm just the only female in the workshop helping, you know, fit on cars, I think it would give me more motivation, you know, to to work harder and work better, you know, um, not just to, to be seen as equal, but to know that the opposite sets can be equally as, as good as well. So I definitely think words strengthen you and like you say you know you've got affirmations for your personal life and you've got affirmations for your your sports related life and you said that you're teaching the men as well and encouraging them how to do their affirmations yeah absolutely we talk about it all the time and you know what you just said there really resonates with me because I actually feel so empowered being the female on the team with the group of guys that I have um they build me up all the time. They're an incredible group of guys as well, you know. Um, they want me to be the best that I can be for the team at all times. Um, so, you know, they'll say things to me, like even our captain, Chris, he'll say to me, you're so good at this or you're good at this, so do it more. Um, work harder at this and I'm going to help you. you know, they're just so encouraging all the time, um, you know, and so they're not daunting. Like So many people say that to me. They're like, is it really daunting being the only female? And I'm like... No, honestly, with the group of guys that play wheelchair rugby, they are so passionate as well. Mm. And, you know, at the end of the day, we are just a team member. Um, so they, we all want to be better. So, yeah, we constantly talk 
to each other about all of these things. Um, you know, and I say to them about affirmations and the coaches started bringing it in for some of the other boys. And oh, I know wow. that a few of the other players made their own little like oh, pictures wow. with their rugby strengths and weaknesses yeah. and their strong and wrote down words that, you know, like communication, um, picking, there's other like tactical words that we use within mm. rugby, but some of the boys are really strong at those things. So they wrote them down and then, yeah, before a game, when we're warming up, they look at them and they look at them and it makes themselves feel good, you know, because yeah. that's what their strong points are. That's what they're good at. So in the game, if they use that to their advantage and they look mm. at it and it remind, you know, before a game, it like just reminds your mind, oh. doesn't it? Mm -hmm. I'm good at this. I am strong at this. And it just gives you that bit of power to go out there and work really hard. It sounds like you've stated a little mini workshop that I think, um, you know, most team captains and most people in different sports need, because I can believe that not all sports worldwide have something that you do with your group that makes it very special, you know, and I, I can imagine and I can actually see that maybe in basketball or maybe in football, you're not going to get the whole team looking at, you know, affirmations and, and actually manifesting within themselves that before they go out on the pitch, before they go out on wherever, that to remind themselves they are this before the game. So that it's, to me, it sounds like those, those little practical things that you've done and you've taught other team members, it sounds to me that you have made words or created words into reality. And that forms a stronger bond within your team and that's so, and even if you wasn't to agree with everyone on your team and you don't get along, but that would be the one thing that you can say, you know what, we're, we're balanced on, we're, we're, we're as one. And it's through these affirmations of how we believe in ourselves to get the goal. And it sounds like you're making an incredible, um, an incredible impact onto your team. You possibly converted them because <laughs> some of them probably didn't even think of such things you know and everyone's got different home lives of how they've grown up so some people can think words what what can words do do you know what I mean but again whatever industry you're in if you don't have something to remind yourself on who you are you can lose yourself in who you are especially on the type of game like yourself rugby that you're in is quite a you know a quite a hard game and a strenuous game as well it takes mental strength not just physical strength and some people don't realize that as well so yeah I just wanted to say in regards to that um I was thinking of some famous entrepreneurs like you know uh, the Oprah Winfrey the Larry Page who created Google you know you've got the Richard Branson and you've got Sophia Vergerner who's an actress, and it just reminded me as you was talking about these people like yourself, you are your own mini entrepreneurs, and it's through words that's enabled you to carry on. Um, you've had to find something deep within yourself to carry on doing the game and the passion that you're doing, because I can imagine, I mean, you can correct me if you're wrong, if I'm wrong, rather, um, when you're in a game like that, uh, rugby football or whatever I don't know if many coaches actually teach the the mindset of how you, you know you need to think you need to be I don't know if coaches focus on how is it to get the goal and what you need to do rather than also implementing how the player needs to you know think and how they need to remind themselves of how good they are so it just reminded me people like yourselves entrepreneurs worldwide 
they need words because it helps them create the power to be powerful in regards to what art they're good at. So I want to thank you for, for sharing that. Is there anything else you wanted to say in terms of your self-discovery of words or, you know, how it's created a good energy for you or anything like that? Yeah, it's just, honestly, it's such a cool topic topic for me because it's something I've been working on for a long time. Um, just to, yeah, build myself up all the time. I've always been a very confident person, but I feel that since I've been doing that and also looking at signs, I like I like signs as well. Like I, I see numbers everywhere. Number three, yeah. number seven. I, I just see signs. Um, Synchronicities you know, and things. Yeah. <laughs> And it all matches, you know, the more words you tell yourself, the more times you say, I'm strong and stuff, all of a sudden you'll see a sign and you're like, oh, wow, okay, now they're all linking up together. This is really weird. Um, But honestly, since I've been doing it to the boys, um, they all laugh at me. But we even went to an event the other night, for instance, Mm. and we were on the 33rd floor of the building. And three is like a massive number now within the team. And I Oh, wow. I was like, there you go, boys. We're on floor 33. And they all just giggled and they went, it's a sign, it's a sign. And I was like, it is. It so is. And um, so, yeah, we, but do you know what? It, like you say, it has created something within the team and it's created um, a bit of laughter and a bit of enjoyment. Mm. But also, I do believe they're taking it all in. All they are. Them. Despite them laughing, they are taking it in. Yeah. And even during the games, you know, all of them listened and they understood and the you know, if you just give a really powerful speech to the boys and be so strong and be like, come on, guys, we're going to get this, you know, we, we want this gold, we're going for it, we're going to make this final this time, we're not going to be the if team anymore, we're not going to be maybe, we're going to do it. Mm. Honestly, don't, you should have seen the atmosphere in the team, it was unbelievable. Wow. I, can, I can imagine the feeling must have been incredible. It was, it was like a winning environment everybody wanted to win everybody wanted to succeed and not only for ourselves as individuals but for the whole team so um I truly believe it's powerful and I think the boys are slowly coming around to it all and they're taking it in (laughs) yeah you've definitely won one for Britain definitely you should be extremely proud of yourself definitely have you met any of the um royal family in regards to the achievement or anything that you've you've done um, not yet, no. Um, sometimes, like later on in the year, we get an invitation to next year's garden party. So hopefully, okay. hopefully yeah. we'll go to Buckingham Palace and hopefully go to the Queen's garden party, yeah. which is always quite Yeah. We did get invited there before, after, um, after London 2012. So I have been there before okay. and that was lovely. Okay, I'll be looking out for you and I'm rooting for you to meet them. I really, really am. And the boys as well. I'm not going to forget them. Um, but no, yeah. Kylie, is there any plugins that you would like to um, inform those that are listening where that they can reach you and follow uh, your journey within uh, the rugby and your life as well? Yeah, just on Instagram, mostly I put my stuff for, you know, wheelchair rugby and my sport and everything I'm doing. So it's just Kylie Grimes 7. Um, and then, yeah, if anybody's interested in giving wheelchair rugby a go with any disabilities out there, you know, everybody's welcome to play our sport at club level and, you know, if aspire to be for the GB team, then, yeah, take a look at the Great Britain Wheelchair Rugby uh, website online. Oh, that's amazing. That's great. And as I said, it's a pleasure to talk to you. And I appreciate in your busy schedule because we've been meaning to meet up for some time. Um, but I appreciate you taking the time out just to meet with me really um, and have this conversation. 
uh, online with one another and I will definitely be rooting for you and, and the Royals I'm you know I'm really excited I know it hasn't happened yet but it will happen um so yeah thank you for taking the time out and I am going to say goodbye to you and have a lovely lovely evening thank you for having me okay <laughs>